0: This is the Lover and the Fighter Podcast with Josh Cohen and Dean Thomas.
1: It is indeed what remains of the Lover and the Fighter Podcast. I would be JC as in Lover, Brother Love. That is the king of all UFC media, Dean Thomas, a.k.a. The Fighter. We haven't done one of these since uh, Deontay Wilder thought he had a chance. It's been a while. It's, but that's okay. It's, been, it's a while. been a while. But the good news is we got that prediction right. Yeah. So when you get the main event right. You just you let it sit,
0: yeah, you because leave we leave on good terms. You That's know exactly what I mean? right. Yeah, we leave out on a on a winning side.
1: It's been a while. We missed a few UFC fight cards. We missed uh, Pepto Bismol, the Kobe thing. Mm-hmm. He and me. Yeah. Uh, we missed uh, you out there for uh, different pay per view. Actually, you were there in New York with us, of course. But uh, you've not been back to Vegas to do the desk. You'll do it for this week. Yeah, weekend. I'm doing this
0: one. Uh, I missed for a couple. Font of them. And Aldo, you'll be there. Fonten Jose Aldo.
1: We'll see him. Return, see how he does. So you'll be on the pre-game and the post-game or just the uh, pre-show Friday and then the post-fight there Saturday um, from the studios?
0: I'll be doing it all. I'll be doing the pre-show, I'll be doing the coaching analyst, and I'll be doing the post-show.
1: How about that? So you're looking to be the, you'll you be the dude on the broadcast on Saturday. Yeah. You'll be the guy. Pre-show, then in-fight analysis, coach's corner, and then you'll do the post on the desk. Yep. Uh, who, who are you working with this weekend? you got quite a crew, I understand. I'm, I'm working with Michael Chiesa, Rashad Evans, and uh, Karen Bryant, running point. Karen Bryant, your high school crush. My high school crush. MTV, Once yeah. Upon a Time. You had a thing for Karen Bryant. I had a thing for her. Yeah, man. have you told her that? I've, I tell her every time I see her. Is that why she refers you as everybody's big brother? Yeah. Because that's the ultimate like friend zone Yeah, well, no, listen, I'm totally, I'm totally cool oh, with that. Oh, no, man. I know I want, you yeah, are. I want the friend zone. No, I know man. you are, but I'm saying when she yeah. goes, everybody's big brother, Dean Thomas, it's kind of like... Why you got to put them out like yeah. they're like that for the whole country? <laughs> for the whole, she friends on me in front of everybody. She's got to know that your crush was 1992. I know that. That's she 30 a, years ago. And she knows that too. Like she knows that I've had a crush on her for 30 years. For literally for 30 years. Yeah. Li- literally. Like I'm not even joking. Yeah. Like literally since 1992, 1993, there yeah. you have it. Uh, we'll come back onto this card in just a little bit, but let's get, uh, uh, well, first of all, we're a week out from 269. In Las Vegas at the T Mobile, it will be once again Dustin Poirier in that main event and Charles Oliveira. When he left the building, the Apex, I believe it was his champion. No, there were fans there. Mm-hmm. When he won the belt, he had the goggles on, he was wearing a t shirt, he was all goofy. Remember? And then absolutely. And then I saw him uh, outside of T-Mobile in July after 264. He's wearing Versace. He's got gold chains. He's I, wearing sunglasses. Man, it's a, it's amazing. <laughs> it's
0: amazing what the belt will do to you. I've never seen nobody really get the belt and just not
1: go. Totally bling, bling. What about Davidson Figueredo? He did the same he thing. He did the same thing. The same exact the thing. The same
0: exact thing. Like he, he's from the jungle of Brazil. Right. He wanted a belt, and then you saw him- Started wearing Versa- shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. wore shoes for the first time.
1: Yeah. All I'm saying is, I don't know if someone told him, like maybe his, maybe his management team, that like, look, you got to dress the part, you got to look the part, because- on Oliveira won that belt, and he left the arena, and he was hugging fans and shaking hands and crying. He was literally wearing those cream Abdul-Jabbar goggles. Yes. And he was wearing a T-shirt, uh-huh. and he just looked flabbergasted and lost. Uh-huh. And then I see him outside of T-Mobile. He's got his shades on. He's got gold chains gold on. chains? He's wearing black and gold Versace, 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 uh-huh. Versace. And, and it was like someone must have told him look man you got you got to play the role you got to play the part there, there's no way on on his own he was like yeah I'm the man now
0: well you know i think that come on guys th- there might be somebody telling them you got to play the part because the only champion that never played the part mm-hmm. wasn't wasn't really a recognizable champion and that was stipe miocic think about how stipe was stipe won the belt firehouse he was still going to work Yeah, firehouse. and no one really liked him. Yeah. no one liked them yeah, yeah. it was all the guy like as soon as you get the belt you got to turn into Conor McGregor. You got to wear all the fancy stuff
1: and see what happens. I'm hoping that he had people in management saying, dude, you got to dress the part. You got to look the part. You got to talk the part, walk the part. So we're going to dress you. I like the way Brandon Moreno's doing it. You check Brandon Moreno, he's a UFC world champion. He's the first Mexican born world champion. You check his Instagram bio. It says Funko and Lego collector. Yeah, and, you still have to, I, and I just saw him. Funko and Lego collector.
0: And I just saw him at the Apex training, and he's still down to earth and humble. It doesn't say leg Lock right,
1: collector. It says Lego. It says Lego toy yes, collector. that's what he does. That's what I'm talking about. I, I want my champions like that. I want the... I want that. When I saw Oliveira and he was wearing all this, I laughed a little bit. It's funny. It's funny because it's such a drastic change. It's like that old movie we used to talk about, Can't Buy Me Love, Mm -hmm. where the nerd who was McSteamy on Grey's Anatomy years later, he paid the girl to make him cool, and then she did, and they went and got him all new clothes, and he started moosing his hair and wearing his collar flipped up. He was a cool guy. I,
0: Olivera literally you, did that. You can't do that so drastically. Like, you gotta have some type of evolution. You gotta ease in. There. Yeah, you gotta ease until you just can't go from, you know, nerd to that yeah. so, like right away.
1: You can't, you can't. We'll come back to 269 in a minute, however. Uh, news earlier this week, including the dismissal of one Motown Kevin Lee, he got cut, and he says he got cut by email. You had Dana buy you a banana in, uh, like the the, the little gift, gift shop, in the gift is. shop, and then uh, after the fight, hours later, he fired you. How? Well, Instagram, oh, not Instagram, but social media. On social media, yeah, I read, I read about it, <laughs> I read about it on social media. Now, what happens when you? I don't mean to laugh. Obviously, you're on the bigger and better thing since. But when you when you do see that, does your stomach drop? Do you think it's a typo? Do you call your manager? What do no, you do? I mean, like you gotta
0: have to kind of know. Like this is a this is a business based on performance. Right. Like in any other business, like like if you're a football player and you're not doing your job, you're gonna get cut. Of course. The problem with fighters is that they're so self-centered that they don't believe that they're ever going to get cut. So when they get cut, it's a surprise to them. And
1: you know what part of the problem is? In football, you kick the ball into the end zone, you get six points. Mm -hmm. In basketball, you put the ball through the rim, you get two points or three points. or free throw, you get one point. In golf, you put the ball, how many times you hit the ball into the cup? It's quantifiable. When you're talking about the judges scored this, how can I prove or disprove? You can't. Anytime the judges are deciding, this means fates are being decided. People are getting cut. People are moving up. People are moving down in the rankings, and it's all on there. And there's no way to quantify that. Yeah, but it's just think, how
0: they see it. But, but there's more to it, though. I mean, so wins and losses, you can quantify that in a way because, like, at the end of
1: it. You well, either, it wins and losses, you can, but when it's up to the judges, yeah, right. you can say, like, I won this fight. But but what the UFC also does is they also look at the behavior of the
0: fighters. They can tell if a fighter wants to be there or not. Of course. And they can. And I think that has a lot more to do with it than just necessarily like the what's not quantifiable, but they can tell if a fighter wants to be there or not yeah. how much effort they're putting into it, mm-hmm. how hard it is to negotiate with you. Like those things make make a big difference. Of course. So like if it's hard to negotiate and you're not putting a big effort in, if you lose, guess what? You gone. But you found out on social media. I found out on social media. That's very But I'm okay with that. Like I don't expect them to give me a call. They're not I mean we're not friends. You know I don't expect them to you But you should
1: be me. made aware it's business. You're signed to a contract. It's employment. You and I on our daily radio show, ESPN in South Florida. Yesterday, you were just complaining, saying, "How come I got to give two weeks' notice, when the boss fires me, they give no notice?" Right? Exactly. And then what I say to the answer that that is what I what's the idea that I came up with? What it, I said every day. Just oh yeah. Tell every your boss, day I'm telling them too It's my it's my two week notice. <laughs> yeah. Now and they go, "Where are you going?" Be like, "Nowhere." I'm just letting you know in case one day I decide to quit. I gave you notice <laughs> yeah, 14 yeah, days yeah, ago. Yeah. Always have somebody on deck for me because I'm like, I, I'm not going to tell
0: you. I'm right. just not going to show
1: up. <laughs> Should I worry about that? Yeah, worry about that. I mean, we do a daily radio show.
0: I know. And if and your if name's I, on it. Yeah, and if I don't show up one day, that's it. That's a wrap.
1: That's and I'll find it on social media. You'll find out. On your the, your Twitter bio will be different. Yeah. It'll be
0: it'll no longer have our, our title on it. It'll
1: that. no longer say uh, home team. Yeah. Josh <laughs> Corn radio, ESPN, South Florida, West Palm. Yeah. I understand completely. Kevin Lee gets caught. Wasn't he a cat not that long ago that uh tapped and then tried to pretend that he didn't? Right. I thought he like, was gonna get caught listen, after that. Like those
0: things matter. Like when you Perform like that. Those things matter. They look at that and go. Behave. That's not perform. Yeah. That's behave. Yeah. Yeah. Those. Yeah. Dude, your behavior matters. It's like cheating but, in golf. Exactly. So like he did that. He um, he missed weight in fights. Mm-hmm. He lost his four out of five. So like yeah, all that stuff. That. All that stuff matters. Yeah. Then he came out and was. And, and while it's a sad case personally did he have mental issues but like the UFC look at that and goes man that's a liability mm-hmm. for him to you know go out and say he has mental issues then for us to book him in another fight mm-hmm. so yeah I mean it makes sense that they
1: yeah, got him understood um so he says the lesson is pick and choose cherry pick your fights everybody and you're saying that's not necessarily the case
0: well I, I think that there's part a, of it I think there is something to that like you should like you know all these guys they always want to come out and fight the toughest guys to prove that they're baddest but they're not there yet. Mm-hmm. You know, they may not be there yet. It's, be realistic in your situation in your career. Fight the fights that are going to get you wins. It's
1: certainly part of it. It's part of the lesson here, but it's not why he's yeah, gone. But
0: the thing is, there's enough tough guys, and everybody in the UFC is tough. You don't have to You don't have to go gunning for the best guys right away. The fighters that you fight are going to be tough regardless.
1: Even Just the, get your wins. Even the dudes who list collecting Legos yes. ahead of being world champion. That they're even tough They're tough They're very tough They're very tough So just go ahead and fight the fights That, you, that you're going to get wins How come no one wants to fight Hamza Shamayev? Because he's he's, Cause, he's, cause a, he's he's a different level of tough You know what I noticed I'm looking at a picture of him earlier Something's wrong with him Biologically, genetically He's like in Men in Black the thing With the little head mm-hmm. And then the big body Right you, His head is too small for his body His head is too small So you can't hit it They're talking about how he's only absorbed two strikes. Yeah. Because he's got a tiny little pea head like me. And he tries to cover it up with the big beard. And he got the big beard. But then then he's got this big, strong body. hes I mean, that dude is terrifying. He's He's terrifying.
0: He's terrifying because he's got a lot of power. He's long. He can wrestle. He comes from a place, Dagestan, where they're just just different. And he's on a different level of being different. Yeah. Yeah, of course no one wants to fight
1: him. And you know what's the problem with him? He's
0: fearless. He's fearless. He wants to fight everybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, And all the top guys are like, uh, "You're using he's not ranked as an excuse." But the reality is, is they want him to fight somebody to see how he does against somebody. And then if right. he if he shows if he shows that he's got some holes, then they're gonna fight him. But no one wants to be the guinea pig to fight him.
1: They want to see against uh, well, you want to say legitimate competition, at least accelerated, higher ranking, um, so they can decide. Then yeah, I want this. Or, no, I don't want this.
0: Right. So they're waiting for a guy like Neil Magny or Michael Chiesa, one of those guys, there you go. to fight him and see how he does.
1: He, right now, is at ultimate, like, what really is he? Mm-hmm. He, right now, is is this real? You know, Patty Pemberton, there's so much in that with the haircut and the persona and the Liverpudlian accent and how he talks. But with Chumaev, it's... I kill everybody. Yeah, Gah! but like guys will fight Patty
0: because he's already shown weakness. Sure. He's got weakness. He's, he's shown yes. that he can get hit. Of course, he's lost before. But when you talk about Tamaev, no. he hasn't even been hit, no. so no one knows. So like, I'm not I'm not
1: going to be the one to find out. Take a look again. He got a big body. He got a small head. He's terrifying. I get like when he goes to. When Michael Myers goes to sleep at night, he looks under his bed for comes out like, hey,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> Michael Myers checks like, under yo, his yo, bed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's Freddy Krueger dreams about him. That's what I, it's a <laughs> Hey, Freddy Krueger <laughs> stays awake at night. Yeah. Because you don't want to <laughs> dream about yeah. All right, let us continue. Dana White announced this week that he and his entire family uh, now have tested positive for COVID 19. A lot of this obviously coming out of Thanksgiving weekend. Families get together, there's travel, the NFL, they stepped up their testing policy, etc. Uh, Dana's saying, I'm hoping to uh, to get my two negatives, because he says he is vaccinated, get my two negatives in. He wants to be there on Saturday, if that's possible. We're taping this on Thursday, so we got a short window thereof. But he's also said that uh, he's been talking to Joe, meaning your boy Joe Rogan, about what he did to beat the virus and do so so quickly. Um, I had the virus, you had the virus. I, was, me, I had it bad for a while, you had it for a while, but not as bad. Um, Dana publicly saying, yeah, I'm on the Aaron Rodgers thing. I'm on the Joe Rogan thing. Thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think he, he's able to do whatever he wants. I mean, as Dana, in fact, I'm surprised he made it this long without getting COVID. Like, he's yeah. a guy who never, he's never worn a mask. Right. And he's been all over the world. Yeah. He's never worn a mask, and I'm surprised that it took this long for him to get it. Now yeah. that he's got it,
1: hey, let him treat it the way he wants to treat it. Yeah, I'm, who knows? I mean, look, there's some things that are dangerous to put in your body. We know that. And there's some things you don't really know. People won't argue with results to each their own. If you want the vaccine, great. If you don't, that's fine, too. If you want to treat it by doing this, great. If you don't want to use then fine, so be it. Um, But again, Joe Rogan continues to be the guy that these big figures in sports, Aaron Rodgers and now the president, and uh, Dana White saying, "Yeah, I- I'm talking to him because he knows some things.
0: Well, the thing is, with Joe Rogan, like he's a self-studied guy, and he has a lot of friends who do a lot of stuff. And right. Like, so he's a curious. He's guy. He's a curious guy. So, like, you know, you can you kind of have to trust some of the things that he says because he does his own per- private research.
1: Yeah, uh, Dana White is very smart and very successful for reasons, and it's not just because. Oh, okay, I guess so. I'm sure he can think yeah, and decide for himself for sure. But it does, you know. Again, it's interesting that. Under these circumstances, it's like, all right, I'm going to talk to Joe and see what he thinks. Like, Joe Rogan literally has become the Surgeon General. He has. He has. Joe, like, everybody goes to Joe for medical advice now. (laughs) It's bizarre. And when I asked him
0: about that, he thought it was funny, too. He does. Because, first of
1: all, you have to remember, Joe Rogan, before anything, was a comedian. Right. He was on news radio with Phil Hartman, Mm -hmm. God rest his soul, in the early mid-90s as an actor and a comedian. He was the host of Fear Factor. He was doing the MMA stuff, but UFC was such a little niche brand. It was such an off, 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 off mainstream sport. It wasn't even funny. I mean, NASCAR was late years ahead of where the UFC was. It was the NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Then it was soccer. Then it was NASCAR. It was golf. It was tennis. It was everything other than and then the UFC didn't even have their own web domain. Yeah, I was, it was UFC.TV. Yeah, yeah,
0: and I, there was not even like an icon on ESPN or anything.
1: Nothing, before, never. Yeah, no. Why would they? Yeah, it was like uh no, it, it was like putt putt golf. Right, which they also showed on ESPN. Believe it or not. All right, let's move on to uh, fight night. It is Font and Aldo. It is this Saturday night. You're on the desk. You are on the uh, pre show and the post show, and you will also be a part of the um coach's corner you'll, yeah. you'll do your commentary uh former opponent of yours Clay Guida and Leonardo Santos there's a couple of old guys this is the fourth match from the top
0: yeah it's a couple of old guys and it's going to see who's got more left i mean Clay Guida you know he's been more recent in his fights and he's shown that he can still fight like he still comes out and he's still he brought, a bar burner he moves now, forward yeah now Leo Santos has not been that active so it's going to be tough to see what he does he got knocked out in his last fight. Oh, boy. But prior to that, he's always looked good. Like, he looks good in fights. He's still got a great record. So, we it's
1: interesting to see what happens in that fight. Clay Guida does remind us of, of a certain age of Captain Caveman. Yeah. The animated character. Um, by the way, Santos minus 190 in that fight. Jimmy Crute and Jamal Hill. Crute a minus 160 favorite. Light heavyweight. Third fight from the top. These are going to be on ESPN as well as ESPN+. Plus With college football conference championship games this weekend um, on the networks and such, this card's going to air on ESPN. I love it. Yeah, good for you. I love it. Jimmy Crute, we saw him in April with the dead foot. It's kind of gross, but you said we've seen him fight since.
0: Yeah, we've seen him fight since, and he still looks good. I mean, he's a talented fighter. I think he's great for the division. Jamal Hill, another one. I don't think Jamal Hill is as talented or as skilled as Jimmy Crute, but he has power. And that's always a great equalizer.
1: Let's go uh, co-main event. It'll be Brad Riddell and Rafael Fiziev. How you Fazeve. say? Fizev. I was Fizev. It's like the Russian version. Uh, Fizev. Uh, excuse me. Minus one thirty. Lightweight bout. On um, this one, close to a pick'em.
0: Yeah, and I tell you what. Like I don't always get excited about fights, but this is a most fight. most of the time yeah. you don't get excited. And about this, fights. But this is a fight that I'm excited about because I've I've said on two different occasions that I think both of these guys could be champion one day. And these guys, they've got very similar styles. Power punchers. Great kickboxes. Identical records. Yeah. At and identi- one. Identical records. Everything is even, and they're exciting fighters. This is a fight that I'm looking forward to.
1: Dean Thomas, the main event of the evening in the Bantamweight division. It is Rob Font and Jose Aldo. Font, a minus 140 favorite. Um, This one... Could get interesting, and this one might not be what people expect. I think it's a bit. I think it's a bit disrespectful for Jose, Jose Aldo to beat up to be the underdog. Agreed.
0: Here. How can he be the underdog here? I mean, Rob Font is a great boxer, but this comes down to a boxing match. Jose Aldo doesn't really lose these boxing matches to these type of guys. I, I don't know how he's an underdog. I'm picking Jose Aldo to win this. One.
1: Jose Aldo went 10 years without losing a fight, and then in 12 seconds, he got caught with a left hand by Conor McGregor, and it seemed like his entire orbit was shifted at that yeah. point. Everything changed from that line of his orbit of the universe. It did.
0: But he's but he's come back since then and sure. had some great fights. He sure he's lost to Peter Yan and Max Who Holloway. Doesn't? Yeah, exactly. Who I just I don't see how he could be the underdog in this fight.
1: Fair enough. Have a great broadcast. Enjoy yourself. Thank you very much. And then next week we'll have a preview of 269 of T-Mobile Arena Las Vegas. We'll be out there as a matter of fact, our courtesy your friends at Celsius. Can't wait. They're, they're fueling our fight week on terrestrial radio and also i got one right Vegas.
0: now that's why i'm all amped up
1: that's that's exactly right celsius thank you in advance for dean thomas josh cohen saying thanks for listening we'll catch you next time and i promise you it won't be another three months it'll be more like six days <laughs> that's right. for that's another episode sure. of the lover and the fighter podcast Hold on.